0: welcome to the latest Fearless in Devotion, sponsored as ever by the Fat Ball. Uh, Tim, is the Fat Ball the best thing ever to be on York Street in Wrexham? It's definitely the fattest
1: and definitely, definitely the dirtiest outlet on York Street since no, the no, since, since the sex shop. That's what yeah, I was going down. Are you ruined it for me. The dirtiest outlet <laughs> on York Street since what was it called it was just private shop the private
0: it? shop it was called the private. private shop and if you wanted um lukewarm porn and poppers it was the only place to go in Wrexham. don't uh, mention that I've, I've, I've heard I've heard
2: <laughs> we just went there we just went there
1: it's a dark start Dark star. It is
0: a dark start. It, it, it's only going to get better uh, from this, and the reason it's going to get better is because I'm going to say the words Wrexham six, Morecambe nil. Tim, was that our best performance of the season? Uh, by a country mile. Um,
1: let's get the, the the sort of kicker out of the way. Morecambe with dross like up there they were on the worst that that have visited the race course in a long time, and I include the non-year, non-league years and all of that. However, you can only beat what's in front of you, and we were just levels and levels above. You know, when people say to us, "Oh, well, you've built a League One team with League One players," and it goes in through one and out through the other. To be honest, because you know, you just you, you're just building. We're just building. We, we've always been building. But yesterday, I was starting to believe that maybe those people had a at a very valid point because it was it was men against boys for well for the entire 97 minutes where it was. It was just. They were chasing shadows. It was a joy to watch. Um, it could have been more. That's how bad they were. Uh, but some of the goals were just beautifully constructed, and just just a joy. You know that that's three hundred. That was three hundred three 300th goal onto three hundred five goals now. It's a stat, I'm keen to sort of ram down people's throats because three hundred five goals in one hundred thirty five matches under under for bags for Exon. Yeah, that's an astounding amounts considering considering ball inverted commas
0: yeah parky ball right uh tommy you were there uh first time in the tech end for for quite a while wasn't it how do you enjoy that firstly seemed that everyone Uh, was there yesterday
2: yeah it was do you know what it was absolutely outstanding mate and then you know like like i've like i've said to you mate you know i've sort of sort of loved the last couple of years doing the job i've been doing but as a fan of the club, you just cannot beat being in that second when it's rocking like that for a performance like that. It was absolutely amazing. Um, I was very well-oiled, as you can imagine, as well. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, it was it was amazing. Uh, Your know, performance, Tim's absolutely spot on there, mate. Um, you know, I think uh, I think Morgan were diabolical. I, I was trying to rack my brains and think of a worse away performance than that at the race course. I can't think of too many worse than that, genuinely. But take nothing away from our boys. Absolutely fantastic. Every single player was on their game. Um, For me, though, I just want to pick out Jacob Mendy. What a player! I've said this for a long time. He gets his critics. I think he's outstanding, and I think we've got a real gem on our hands there. So uh, it's just uh, it's just difficult, isn't it? Because we've got so many quality players on the bench. How do how does he fit everyone in?
0: No, that's the thing. I I agree with you on Mendy. I mean, I've always thought that Mendy's the sort of player who can grow with us and can really go up the leagues with us. I think he's got all the raw talents to be a fantastic player. Um, I also think, you know, he hasn't really had full time in football. Even Boreham Wood, I don't think he'd be training all the time. So you put a player like that at his age into full time training, I think he's going to get better and better. And, you know, left left wing-back, right-wing-back, the fact that he sort of cut in and, and scored that goal. I mean, I was thinking yesterday, I mean, I know this is a bit ridiculous, especially Tommy, but Gareth Bale, inverted uh, <coughs> inverted left-footer on the right, cutting in for Real Madrid. I mean, you know, obviously I'm, I'm, I'm being a bit facetious, but it, that's hard to defend against, isn't it? Someone who can come in and do that, isn't it?
2: Well, I mean, you speak to any defender at any level of football. The one, the, the two things, pace and skill, frighten any defender, and he's got both of those. Um, you know, he still he can still be wasteful at times, but do you know what? Um, if if he gives the ball away four times out of five, but he does that on the fifth time, you'll take that all day long with you. So, um, yeah, I, I think we've got a gem, and funnily enough, uh, usually, uh, you know, I think it'll be great for us now. James McLean's sort of stepped down from international football. On the flip side, I think Mendy having exposure to international football will be beneficial to us. So, um, so yeah, I, I think uh, it's really exciting times. And uh, Yeah, I mean, I, I've completely forgotten about how bad last Saturday was at Accrington, So, that's a good thing.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, wh- wh- who are they? Uh, we're, we're joined by Barry Jones, uh, chairman of the WST. Thanks for joining us again, Barry. Right, I want to ask you a question about yesterday. Before we get into the main business of why, why you're on, but before that, where does Mullin sit in the all-time list as a guy who's seen us since since the seventies? Since where, the nineteen sixties,
3: he? I, I hear to say um, I saw. Right, it I didn't want to game. call you out on
0: that, Barry. I just said 70s. 69,
3: seventy nine seventy. Mullin has has gone up to twelfth. He's everyone said he's got eighty eight goals in half the time that the. Dixie or, or whoever's done it he is class the only thing I would say is Dixie's goals for us were in the first, sorry, what's now League One and the Championship Paul Bollin is, is way above this league of course he is I, he will become if, if he stays with us if not already, one of the, the greats of all time, he's, he's up there with, with Dixie uh, he's he's up there with with Gary Bennett. He's wow, and, and 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 he's got the players around him that can give him that 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 stuff. To to, to me, he's he is he is he is class. He's a he's a, he's a he's a class player. You can't compare different eras uh, nice. for the simple reason that you know <laughs> the training's different, the, the the preparations different, and everything. But Paul Mullen is is I I I really I'm impressed with him. He's certainly the best striker we've had for you know decades and whatever. And he's yeah he, he's he's gonna be one of those that's gonna be in when when people talk about all-time teams. We did um 30 years ago, we did an all-time uh, Wrexham team, and there were people there who'd seen Wrexham in the 1930s. And their perception of who's the best player is is, is quite often different to, to 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 the to the latter ones. And I was obviously a, a, a young man there, uh, but we, we, there were players in there. You thought, "Wow, I've never heard of them at the time." Yeah, and and yet the older guy, the guys who were then in their sixties, you know, they said, "Look, we, we we've, we've we've seen them all." So it'd be interesting yeah. to to do that. One one day, I'll, I'll share that list with you. It's 30 years old now, but it's very very interesting to see your, your all-time best team. And obviously, in the last 15 years, other than Mullen, uh, we haven't had too many that would uh, trouble the likes of uh, Alvin Griffiths and Joey Jones, let's put it that way.
0: No, you're right. Um, Tim, Barry's right. It, it's hard to compare eras, but <clears throat> you can say how a player makes you feel, yeah. and at the moment, Mullin, how does he make you feel? And is that in the top five, maybe, players who have ever made you <laughs> see the word feel again, um, this sort of strongly yeah. about, about a Wrexham yeah. star?
1: 100%. Uh, I was thinking about this the other day. I mean, yeah, you know, I'm all for looking at stats and 88 goals and 111 appearances, blah, 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 blah which is great. We can go. We can. We can dial it well back and look at Andy Murrell and, and Gary Bennett, the obvious prolific Dixie. You know uh, Bamford. We can. We can. We can go through all different different decades and, and pull them out of the hat. However, what you just said is right. You, you you look to these players as as heroes. Let's be honest. It doesn't matter whether you're 14 or whether you're 45 or 60. We look at them as heroes that represent this club and represent us as people. And he says that. He's gone out there and said, look, I'm representing the people. It's a working-class town. I will go out and I'll give 110% every time. And it's it's precisely that. It's precisely that. And and, and when it, when he came back into the side after that injury, and he wasn't hitting the ground running straight away, which wasn't any great surprise. He was still giving 110%. This is why we think of people like Darren Brace, you know, wasn't didn't have a, a, a vast amount of talent. But he'd give you 170% every time he's on the pitch, like constant. And that's what you want. And what Mullin gives me, similar to probably Elliot Lee at this at this juncture, is he just gives you hope, right? Which sounds ridiculous given the Wrex and that and now firing all cylinders, but he gives you hope.
0: And you know what? Hope, no, no, I know what you mean by that. Like, I know what like, I
1: mean. Like, like like last week at Atkinson, I wasn't there, I was, I was you know, I was in the Wales games, but it was a similar thing with Bale, and Tommy will will attest to that. When you had Gareth Bale in that Welsh squad, there was always a was always hope because that that game could change on a dime, and it would be changed through him because of what yeah. he brings to the team, and he will drag a team kicking and screaming over the line. And that's what Paul Mullin does with a band of several other sort of cast members behind him. He will give their all for that club, and uh, yeah, I'll die on this hill for Paul Mullin
3: absolute stonewall legend right here, right now. Can I just add Albert Kinsey? Albert Kinsey was the top scorer in all four divisions for us in 1969-70 when we finished second in the league. He's got 29 goals and he had that effect on everybody. All the fans think what, what a hero he was. And it still is. And yet he's as time goes by, people forget about it, But he was great.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's, My hero. You're right. It is, it is how the players sort of make... I, I can remember sort of going away. I think it was Kidderminster in 2002, something like that. And like, I could see the Kidderminster fans looking at our team, looking at Dennis Lawrence going, who's this idiot? Looking at tr- Trundle doing keep-ups, saying, I bet he's bloody rubbish. And we went there and we blew him away. And it's that having the players who you know have the X factor makes it worth every single time. Me and Tim sat next to each other in Notts County and we knew that we had Paul Mullin, We knew we had, you know, Dolby playing or whatever like that. It 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 just makes you it, it just makes you know that you've maybe got something a cut above the rest. And that's what football is is really about. Barry's so pleased with that he's gone. He's, yeah. heard, he's 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 well, heard enough. People,
3: ident- people I identify. my phone off, to be honest. <laughs>
0: no, people he identify. He heard me say know. Sam Dolby in those in those uh, words, and he said, "I've had enough of this podcast. I'm <laughs> off."
1: People identify on different levels, don't they? It's like Andy Marriott, I have one of my favourite players ever, just because of what he did as a goalkeeper, it kind of gets overlooked because it doesn't get all the glitz and glamour. We can all say Tony Humes, unbelievable player. But even what you just stuff, what you mentioned there about X Factor, and it sounds ridiculous, but even and I am not even, I'm not putting this player in the same bracket as Paul Mullen, far from it. But you'll just have moments in moments in time you think God, gotta remember that day. And Hector Sam, he didn't know what he was doing half the time. And if he didn't know what he was doing half the time, neither did the opposition. And that was the beauty of it. Like he could yeah. conjure something out of nothing. And then other days he looked like he just still wanted to be on the bus. So, you know, little sort of enigmatic characters like that are always good as well.
0: Uh, just just one thing before we move on. Hector Sam, um, the Barnsley football writer, once wrote this immortal line about Hector Sam. Do you know what it is, Tim?
1: Yeah, it's great. Hector it's,
0: it's has magic in his feet and sawdust in his brain. <laughs> oh, Hector, please come on. Um, look, before we move on, can I just have a word about George Evans? Uh, because... I think he's getting better and better as he gets more and more used to that position. And I think Evans being a bit more mobile than he was when he joined, but also I think people are trusting him a little bit more. And I think yesterday Cannon hugged the right a little bit more and 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 Lee went to the left, gave Morecambe a lot of problems because everyone trusted Evans in the middle. And when you gave him the ball, he... Used it. He knew what to do with it. He didn't lose it. He he was quite quick. He was like a a second ahead of like everyone else about what he was going to do with it. And secondly, I think he wins it back quite quite a bit. So just a word about Evans, Tommy. How how sort of important do you think he can be to us going forward? Uh, He's an absolute Rolls Royce of a player. He's
2: he's a brilliant midfielder. I was going to say as well. I've I've been a big champion of, of Luke Youngs. Pretty much forever. I absolutely love the guy, aim, ultimate professional, aim. and has always been top class. Every time he's pulled on our shirt. What I would say, though, uh, and it's credit to Parky as well, is uh, what Parky's good at. If he gets a sniff of signing signing a player, and even in a position where it's not necessarily an issue, and we're doing quite well. He'll go for it and because he knows that just those marginal gains that we can make by signing a player like George Evans are absolutely vital if we want to keep improving, keep pushing up the leagues. Um, and as I say, that's coming from someone who's a massive, massive Luke Young fan. But, I mean, George Evans is a different level. He's a different standard. Um, almost, I, I would probably say yesterday he was a level above everyone else on the field, I, I would argue, yesterday. Um and yeah, that's exactly what it gives you. It shows you championship quality. Two leagues below. And yeah, we're very, very lucky to have him. And um, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just on the sort of in terms of improving and stuff like that. Uh, and I don't want to jump ahead too far, but it's going to be a very, very interesting few months, especially the summer at the end of the season, regardless of what division we're going to be playing in next year. Um, I do think that we are going to see a bit of a turnaround in in playing personnel over the next few months. And some popular players will probably leave. Um, But if he's bringing in lads with the quality of someone like George Evans, then we've got a very, very good few years ahead, hopefully.
0: Yeah, I know. I think you're right. I think Parking now needs to look to evolve the play a little bit. When he came in, it was all about 3-5-2, getting the ball forward quickly. Uh, He needed the likes of Palmer to make that work. Now he doesn't quite need the same sort of striker. He needs someone a little bit more mobile as a foil for Mullin. And that's why maybe he's been using Dolby. And that's why maybe Armstrong will come in in January. It's about evolving the team. Now, I know what you mean about Luke Young. I absolutely love Luke Young. And I would have him on the bench every single time because I don't think there's a scenario that Luke Young doesn't help that team. Winning, losing, drawing, whatever. Luke Luke Young helps you. Um, but... I also do think that Parky is looking about the next sort of evolution of of this side. When you you know, even if we you know we go up, we've got to hold our own in League One, and you need people like like George Evans rather more than than Luke Young, which, which pains me to say it because I absolutely love him. Right, I just want to leave you with a couple of facts before we move on to to um, to our next sort of item. Uh, Fourteen away games left. Four against teams in the top half, one against a team in the top eight. I mean, it's in our hands, Barry, isn't it?
3: Yeah, absolutely. We're uh, we're, we're we're in a, a great position. If you'd have said at the start of the season, you know, when I saw, or or, or before that, when 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 we were out in in the US, you'd have t- yeah. you'd have taken this. You you know, we're in second place. I know Mansu've got a game game in hand and, and whatever, but that's that's games in hand. Our our form is it, it is fantastic. And also the strength in depth. You look at the bench that we've got. It, Ridiculous. It, the, the, the bench would be in virtually every other team in the league. They'd be yeah. starters. Yeah. So you know so we've got and I know we've got a lot of injuries, and, and normally that injury list would be Wow, we're really struggling. We're not. It's because we've got replacements for every player. Mm, and so yeah. whether you get s- suspended, whether you get injured, there's someone else who can who can take their their place. And it's yeah. it's it's we're we're frighteningly good. Tim. I, I have no doubt we will go up this season.
0: Oh, oh god you know as as a rexham fan i can't bring myself to say that i always have to caveat it with if we go up this season or there's a chance we might might go up the season I, I i just i'm i'm i mean sort of like programmed for 15 years of failure that i i don't want to tempt any sort of god so i can't i can't i can't say it um i think you're right but i don't want to say that uh, maybe maybe you're right i don't know tim just before we move on, can we just have a final word on this? And we sort of mentioned it, who might come in uh, in January. I can't see wholesale whole changes. I think we've got people who are not even making the squad. I would say maybe two signings at the most. Armstrong, maybe we might be locked into. Um, where else would you sort of see? And would do, what do you think about Armstrong as, as, like, um, as a new addition?
1: It's a weird one because he, because he hasn't... Scored that many for them. It's been them. turned,
0: mate. It's been turned.
1: You see, yeah. I mean,
0: think about you, like you know, you you thought you were joining a new company for yeah. a lot more money, and, and, well, and I mean, it got taken away from you at the end. You, of course, you're going to be annoyed.
1: Yeah, I know. I, I think whichever way you look at it, we're going to get him probably for cheaper than what what was initially billed or looking at you know before the, the transfer window. So there is that as a bonus. For the for the most part. The um, the recruitment has been very very good, um, especially the past twelve months. So you have to trust in what they're doing and, and go with it. So I think that will, will almost be certain with with him coming to us. Um, and then yeah, I think we've had such lousy luck with um, with defensive injuries. I think maybe there could be something there, maybe um, because we At twenty point twenty keeps getting injured. Hayden, yeah. yes, he's back in at the moment, but for how long for O'Connell out again. Tom O'Connor, to 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 Phil Parkinson's credit, I can see why he started playing in there now. It's taken me this long to be convinced by it, but Tom O'Connor was, was superb yesterday. I think he's starting to believe he he owns yeah. that now. Like he, he yeah. was winning things in the air as well, which is very, very, very nice to see. Um, yeah, I mean, that
0: Bloxton was huge, by the way. So, to win anything yeah, in the I, air from him, yeah. I,
1: I just thought he was really good. I, th- I think I think goalkeeper coverage were all right. Um, striker-wise, Fletcher will be coming back in and doing the bit-park role. Uh, dolby has been reasonably good. Midfield, we're, we're well-stocked, aren't we? So, I, I can't see it being any more than three.
0: Um. I I think it will be two, and I think he might bring Bryce back in because Bryce can play right, he can play left, he can probably play centre back at a push. Um, I think Bryce is probably your better bet as a utility player above McLinden, who I don't think he, he really trusts, really. So that's my sort of uh, that's my sort of tip on that one. Right. We got Barry Jones here. He is chairman of the WST. Last time he came on, he talked about the lease and the COP and what it all sort of meant. And there's been some news, which we, we brought you a couple of weeks ago, that the WST has decided to surrender the lease to, to the club. Uh, it's on a vote now, Barry, isn't it? When, when does that vote take place?
3: The vote takes place on Monday the 4th of December. Um, and it's it's an online vote. It's been organised by My voice. And they're the people who organised the sale of the club. So it's nothing to do with with the, the 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 directors of the trust so that there there's no possibility of everyone saying oh you've just manipulated this um mm-hmm. in the same way there's a trust um the the, the sale of the club my voice will organise that members will get seven days uh to vote online and then the result will be announced either late on the the Monday the twelfth or the, the following morning uh, Tuesday the thirteenth we need, of those who vote, seventy-five percent of the members, to accept uh, the, the, the the technical terms, the collapse of the leases. But right. it's basically getting rid of those and replacing them with um, covenants on the ground, and we um, we as the trust will then become uh, the the custodians of those for however long. Um, they're required.
0: So um... right. Yeah, no. no. Um, the only thing I want to really ask you is so, basically, have you got everything that you wanted from the club and Sean? It's the strength of the covenants, a uh, covenant, sorry, and, and how sort of watertight you, your legal team think it is.
3: We believe <laughs> it's the best deal we we we. Of course, I'm going to say it's the best deal we could have got. Otherwise, I wouldn't be putting it forward. We went, um, because of of, of various bits and pieces, we went to a King's Council opinion. For those who aren't uh, uh, legally minded, uh, King's Council is someone who's who's represented um, the Crown in prosecuting things. Um, A a lady called... um, funnily enough Toza no relation no relation, <laughs> no relation. What, okay. she's what, she's one of the leading king's councils in in the in 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 uh, Britain and I'll say Britain because it's not Great Britain because obviously Scotland has its own uh, system and she went through all the all the proposals and everything. I, I have to say that the club paid for not only for obviously Walker Morris who are their solicitors based in Leeds but they also paid most of the legal costs for for Taylor Wesson, who are our solicitors, um, they're based, um, our solicitors are based down in London. And um, the reason being, because people have asked me, why do we use a local company? It's quite simple. The level of specialist knowledge that you need in in, in property law just isn't available in in North East Wales. It's it's as simple as that. So. We we've got le- legally binding covenants. Um, Stephanie Tozer said uh, she, 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 she gave a long a, a, a long judgment, and once again, everyone's saying, "Well, this took some weeks to organise and 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 and, and to, to get it agreed." The bottom line is that it's it's the best deal we could have got. Right, and there and... are loopholes at present that are going to be addressed. One is, and and I've been saying this is that the club currently can move away from the race course. If anywhere if M.K. Don's position, they can do that. They can't do that in the New Covenants, not for the men's first team. So when
0: you say they can't move, we talked about this last time, there is a scenario where Wrexham get too big for the race course. Yes. and we don't want to put the blockers on there do we because you know if they are thinking about a 40 50,000 seater stadium it, it it can't be in that in that place really can it so
3: one of the um main points in in, in this is that if at some point it between now and uh, 2115 the club wish to move from the ground they've got to build a UEFA category 4 stadium Within two miles of the race course. A cat- for those who, who aren't aware of UEFA Category Four Stadium, and that's me included before I embarked on this, you need things like 100 VIP seats, you need 150 VIP parking places, you need 10 commentary positions, you need space for 20 photographers, you've got to have a 50 seater press box, you know. The, Could I get a burger at
0: half-time? Because that's the key
3: key thing with Wrexham at the moment. Do you know what? It's, it's not it's not in the documents, Andy, and I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just too late to put in, mate. I've... <laughs> you should have talked to me beforehand. It'll, be, it'll, be, the... wa-
1: it'll be waiting for you. It'll be waiting for you at your VIP parking spot.
2: Yeah.
3: So, so that, that's... I was going to
2: say, buddy, I, I, I don't like to criticise you, Buddy. But that would have been the first thing I'd make sure was in there, to be honest. So I'm a bit disappointed by that.
0: <laughs> He's got some reviews. To do. Oh, he hasn't
3: now. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, no. And also, um, it, it, the, the minimum standard is only 8,000 seats. But in general, it's, it's about 30,000 seats. Right. So that's is, that is in that's in, that, that's in the covenants. And for the our current owners are not going to move from the race course if the, the, the total expenditure on, on various things include the COP is I I understand is about thirty-five million. If you're spending that sort of money, you're not gonna move us to the industrial estate to, to put us in an 8000 seater stadium. Why would you? No. So
0: no, you're right.
3: Yeah. So so there are, the, the it's taken so long because of the the, the, the tech it's just a very technical thing well, w- w- one thing is the the trust don't actually control the lease there's a subsidiary oh, oh, of the trust like this Barry who do we have to go to now no no the tr- there's the the, the, the the company and this will confuse people it's called w- WST assets and there are right. three trust streets it was crap, set really. up originally to stop a hamilton it the complexity of all this has been very cleverly designed to stop another Hamilton taking place. Basically, the WST assets control the leases. They're a hundred percent subsidiary of the trust, and of course, once the trust decide that they're going to do that, just in case anyone says, "Why is it just you and two others on this um, on the trust?" It's it's it, it, it's it's purely a defensive mechanism. In the same way that we got two leases. It's yeah. it's a, it, it's been set up very very wisely. The bad news is that it does take a long time to unravel all these things. No,
0: I know. And some some new or newer fans are, are sort of saying, "All right, we'll just hand it over to Ryan and Rob. They they're not going to do us over." Look, the reason why we're not is twofold. One, it's law; we can't yeah. do it. Secondly we're a club who's been burnt before and as we keep saying we're not worried about what Ryan and Rob will will, will do to the club because we, we think they're honorable we we don't think they'll do anything anything bad to us but what about the next person what about the person after that we can't go through what we losing our club more than more than once we can't go through that again that's why we're being so ultra careful about something so key as this and that's why we, we thank you, Barry, and the legal counsel you've taken and all, all the work you've got you've gone through to this. And if you guys, if you say this is the best deal for us, then I implore everyone to vote for it and, and push it through and let's get this COP started.
3: Thanks, Andy. Uh, I, all I can say is I've been supporting this, this club since I've been eight years of age. I've got the best interest you may you may not like how quickly it's gone and you might say oh we could have got a bit more money but it it, it was it's never been about the money um it's it's all about the future of the the the, the, the club i would just like to say that we will be receiving 187000 pounds which is the exact amount of money that we got from um uh, from the bondholders I can't. I can't stress enough that if you've put your five hundred pound in, you've got your thousand pound. Please, we're in a position to pay this off now. Rob and Ryan don't need your five hundred pounds. Your seven hundred fifty dollars for those who was watching overseas. And what we will do is, we, we've uh, uh, we're aligned with the club on uh, the power wheelchair people and and the miners and and stuff. So. The, the, the money will not sit in the trust. The The good news is we can't pay a dividend. We can't, we can't just spirit away and the membership will be consulted about other charities in, in North East Wales that will be supported. So it's, it's good news all around. And going forwards, people say, what's this thousand pounds a year? The club of uh, a part of the legal document is at the start of each season. they they pay the trust a thousand pounds plus three percent every year um to cope with the inflation. This is to cover our statutory responsibilities with the charities commission, etc, so that we we as as custodians of the covenants will be still here in a hundred years' time. Uh,
0: Barry, thanks very much for that. Um, right we need to talk. A bit more generally about the cop, I want to come to Tommy, who looks like a Force ghost, but uh, apparently...
1: Uh, Not a police Tommy Force ghost, a Star Wars Force ghost. But...
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, a Star Wars Force ghost. You look like Anakin Skywalker at the end of Return of the Jedi, where you're just about to do a dance with an Ewok. Um, with it, with anyway. a tash of Tom Selleck. <laughs> um,
3: Tommy, what do we this need is to do the, next? This is
2: the geekiest podcast I've ever been on in my entire life. By oh, the way,
0: behave, behave. It's
3: geeky paper. because it's a, it's 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 a quite. I'm as you know, i I'm nothing to do with a legal profession. I, I'm I, I'm a, a packaging engineer, so I know nothing. I, my knowledge of this is is the same as yours. But in the last, well, since since February, by God, have I have I learned. A lot of terms I'd never thought I'd uh, after using conversation with anybody.
0: Yeah, but Barry, what do you know about Star Wars? <laughs> Dance with <the> Ewoks? Great.
3: <laughs> I'm i old enough to remember seeing the original film. When, I mean, I went, yeah, I went to the hippodrome to watch it in Wrexham. Uh, but buddy, there's
2: people who are about six years old who've seen the original film, mate. They might mind being old <laughs> enough to have seen the original film. No, I.
3: Yeah, but I was there the first time round, it came out. Probably paid, it for, I do about 15 pairs of it to go watch it.
2: You
3: went to the Odeon with uh,
2: Albert Kinsey to watch it, mate, yeah?
3: I saw Zulu at the, the, the Odeon, I remember that. Albert um, Kinsey, my first hero, he was... He, oh,
0: Brilliant. Um, I think we digress. So we'll, <laughs> we'll move away from the Hippodrome. Just for our American um, uh, our American uh, viewers, the Hippodrome was a, mm, how can I put this, a, a bog-standard cinema in the middle of Wrexham where the Ryan Rodney Reynolds Park now is, Tim. I, am I correct? Have they demolished Memorial, it now?
1: Memorial Park, here, yeah. The Rodney Ryan Reynolds Memorial Park. Coming soon to a uh, plot okay. of
0: land on Landless Street near you. I remember uh, the person who uh, used to sell the uh, treats at the Hippodrome used to come out and you could either buy a choc ice or a pack of fags. It's Uh, definitely uh, getting
1: geeky now. I'm I'm in line with Tommy. Okay, we're moving away
0: from this, right? Tommy, Force Ghost, we need to talk about the rest of the COP, uh, what we need to do now. So, right, what we got left, we got the substation, the sewage issues, the, the... the leases is, is done. Is there any financing that needs to be put into place? Are we ready to go after we've done those sort of more sort of building works, do you think?
2: Yeah, I, I believe the... Well, my understanding at the moment, I've, I've been off this for a few months now, but I mean, the uh, my understanding is that the funding is agreed, isn't
3: it? I don't know. Do, the you the know club are currently made, but... in, uh, in discussions with the council as without giving any, any secrets away. It's, it's ongoing night now. I'd also like to say that we the trust have been in touch um with the council as well because we don't want any how can I put it uh planning issues that have yeah. occurred with the um with with, uh, with the sewage and the and the water stuff so yeah,
2: it's 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 just a little bit disappointing for me uh, that the pr- proposed cop now, um, e- even though it will still be built to the same sort of spec as was initially uh, discussed. Um, the the, uh, the capacity is going to be capped, isn't it? At least for I think, am I right for the first couple of years? Is that is that so,
0: right? Yeah. But what we mean by that is there'll be five thousand five hundred seats in there. We just yeah. won't be able to sell six hundred until we we. Until so we all start pissing a bit, little bit less. So, basically, what we need you to do, Tommy, do your part on this. When you go to the turf, you can only have two pre match pints rather than the, the customary six. Or, or Empty continue platter. to
2: have six. Yeah, well, I was <laughs> just going to say continue to have six and wear an adult nappy. That's probably the route I'm going to go down. So, um... okay.
0: Yep. Fair enough. Um, have I've a practical. Rexham have now. Uh... <laughs> i am now quadrupled to, to three. Uh, right. No. Uh, yeah, but going back to it, the funding is in place, the sewage and the substation relocation. Now, I think Liam's come on and said before that even though uh, the planning application for 5,500 has been knocked back, he thinks that's a rudimentary thing. He thinks that's just normal planning. And he thinks if that goes back in with more evidence, that will that will be passed. So, Tim, are you a, are you a builder? Do you know when when we're going to start putting putting spade in the ground on this? No idea. I haven't got a clue. Um... I was just going to say on this. I mean, it's it's
2: just it's a real shame for me um, that that it has sort of um, not not dragged on, but you know, like um, we, you know, we initially thought, didn't we, it was going to be this August, and. We need these seats now, don't we? We desperately need these seats as soon as possible. So that's a bit disappointing. It's I would I would imagine at this point, and this is this is just based on nothing other than looking at similar sized stands that have sort of been built elsewhere. And these things take time. I, I think we're probably looking at twelve months further down the line. I don't know what you guys think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So we're not looking at the start of next season. Are you thinking the season after?
2: I would, I would imagine so. But again, listen, I am no expert. I'm not expert, an expert on anything. Never mind uh, building regs, etc. But yeah, I mean, it, it, let's be honest. It's it's not getting ready by August, is it? I would, I would hazard a guess it would be the following August. But um, yeah, that's just speaking to people and you know who know far more than me. Um, and you know, uh, but we need these seats as soon as possible. So hopefully we can get spades in the ground sooner rather than later.
0: Barry, do you concur? Do you think, obviously, next season's a bit a, a, a bit too much of a pipe dream? Do you think we can get it built next season at all?
3: An I, th- opened, th- I, th- I gonna- think certainly from assuming that the eight hundred odd um, trust members, those who vote yeah. vote for it, that will take uh, one of the uh, blockages. But it, we we've never considered ourselves as blocking anything. We just want to make sure it's it's right. And once that's that's in place, that helps the, the the club with it with the grant funding and all that sort of stuff. No idea how long it takes to to move a substation uh, or what have you. Um, f- from our point of view, the good thing is that the people who said, "Oh, it's the trust holding everything up." Went to prove it wasn't just it wasn't us. You know, even if even if we'd have s- sorted the lease out, you'd you you'd still have to. Um, Ch- change the um the substation and and the uh, uh, the, the sewage stuff so that's. that's i
2: don't uh, i don't expect you to comment uh, Barry but um you know i suspect that was Sean being a bit mischievous to move things along there wasn't it oh but,
3: yeah
0: uh, as if Sean Harvey be mischievous yeah. about anything <laughs> i couldn't possibly off.
3: comment other than to say i agree with Sean on many many things but occasionally i don't. <laughs> he's got um, a future I,
2: he's got a future in politics, this guy. He's got a future in politics. I want to get this
3: deal over the line. Uh, however I will you tell you that in January, I thought their statement was was, was premature.
0: Oh, very, very nicely put. Um, however much it takes to move a substation, I'm pretty sure my mate Dazza from down the pub will do it for five hundred quid less. So if you want to get in touch with him. Uh, we can move this forward
3: yeah we've Tim. had we've, I've had suggestions about people who said my mate who's a solicitor is based yeah. in I, I won't <laughs> say which village in North Wales he would have done this he'd have got it shifted for you this is, these are serious suggestions that I have to yeah. you know, respond to Th- these are suggestions that we
0: might have taken on board 20 years ago as well so it, it, it's glad that we're not it, we're not now Right, let's bring it forward. I was just going to say before before I am sorry to divert even further,
2: but uh, yeah, the fact that uh, Andy these days has got a mate called Dazza down the pub. It's definitely Tarquin from the uh, the uh, the Huntsman in uh, in Knightsbridge or something like that, isn't it?
0: Um, Yeah, he owns the country rather come the company rather than than will operate the digger. You are right. Um, Oh, thanks for that. Uh, Just because I'm talking from from the the suburb of Chiswick. Uh, Right. Let's move this forward a bit. Uh, Let's look about next week. Harrogate. I don't know. I don't know what to think. Um, Last time we went to a tight enclosed ground where, where really they were really going to put one up us. They did. Tim, what do you think? Do you think Harrogate are going to be much of a problem after a six niler, Or is it going to be tighter than we think? You know what what I mean by this is, Look at the games we've lost this season. We've lost at Accrington. You know, it's a really tight pitch where where they use every trick in the book to try and get one over on us. And I think I think Hurrican are going to be the same, aren't they? Yeah, Do they they
1: we don't want to become one of those teams where we start forming a pattern of struggling against away from home because we know what we're about at home. We're, we're very very good and they're smart. After after losing at Crawley, um, I think they're quite quite reasonable at home from what I can remember Harrogate so I don't know and the, 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 a few of their players have a point to prove about the whole um, Armstrong stuff as well so that's got like an added edge to it I think we'll be alright you know I think we, we, we've we had a we had a kick in the balls at Stockport and we, and we and it sorted us out we had a kick in the balls at Ackerton that sorted us out so I, I, I just think you know play to our strengths just keep going it's not going to be 6-0 far from it but I think we'll win I think we'll win, and um, yeah, a nice little breather then for some of those players for the FA Cup game on Sunday.
0: Barry, is it going to be another ten match unbeaten run after
3: uh think after so. our Accrington? Yeah, we've debacle. got we've got we've got the aura about us that we've had in previous promotion seasons. You know, it's uh, I hate to say I've 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 seen five. And I, I've just got this the, the feeling about it that it's gonna that this once again it's gonna be our our season. Um, I I think I think we'll win. No idea how, how many, but um, I'm quietly confident we'll, we'll do it. Tommy, you do concur?
2: Yeah, agree with all of the above. To be fair, um, you know, Accrington was just a horrible, horrible day. I hate the term "bad day at the office" because you know I think. Um, you know, you do need to look back at games like that and see where it went wrong and learn from it. Um, so you can't just dismiss it. But um, yeah, I mean, uh, to, to gotta hand it to the lads and Phil Parkinson as well to come back from a horrible, horrible performance and absolutely batter uh, someone six 0 with an outstanding performance. No matter how bad they were, was brilliant. Um, so I think we're back. I think we're back on the uh, on the horse now. I think we will win. It'd be a tight game, like Tim said, we won't batter them, I don't think. Um, but yeah, nice, nice little tight 2-0 win, I think.
0: 2-0, two 2-0, two right. What I what I think is I think as this season goes on, our squad will really come into its own. So teams who have a few star players may lose them due to suspension, may lose them due to injury, and can't bring in players of the same calibre. I think we can, every part of that team. Um, and if we have to shift things around a little bit, we can. I mean, if you think about Knox County, we lost, we lost uh, O'Connell just before. We 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 shifted to a very much a ball playing back three, and we went on a run there. You know, we've got enough adaptability and quality in that squad to go on another ten match and beaten and run. And like you, I think we'll win. I think it will be two one. Uh, Tim, can I get a score from you? Uh...
3: 1-0, One 1-0 nil. One nil. Barry Yeah um, I think we have a clean sheet with it. Uh, I'll go 2-0 as well
0: Right And then the magic of the FA Cup So I've heard That we're going to watch it in, in the Sheephaven Barry, I heard it's the London Reds uh, Christmas drink it So is I indeed. will let my employers Know the next day That I may uh, I might work from home <laughs>
3: I will be on the train the following morning to come up to Wrexham because it is the uh, obviously the, the one of the biggest meetings of the trust history. Okay, probably third right. only to the formation of the trust and the sale of the club. So, right, I... you are having three
0: pints, Barry, and I am going to breathlise you on the way out. So, just uh, so, so a that. mile. Good look at yeah? that, Andy. <laughs> You're a lot bigger than me, but I'm going to try my best.
3: <laughs> good man, good uh, man. Right, what do
0: what do we think about Yeovil then? Uh, it's just not as easy as we think, isn't it? Yeovil are pretty good at springing a cup shock. Um, no one thinks they're going to do anything. It's on the telly, Barry. Mm-hmm. Can we do this? I, I'm more I'm more <laughs> worried about this one, than I am about
3: about Harrogate. I'll be honest. Um, I think Parky. Because of the, the next round is so, could be so lucrative, I think he'll play plays strongest or the, the best eleven that he that, that that he wants. It won't be an experimental uh, eleven by any any means. Joval are doing very well in in their league, but they are two leagues lower than us, and they'll raise the game and they'll bring a few fans. And they won't have forgotten that it was us that relegated them only a few months ago.
0: Well, it won't be 3 0 to us.
3: And Barry, you've just bloody reminded them. <laughs> I don't think it needs me to remind them if you're a Yovel fan where well, you got relegated, particularly if you made the journey all the way up there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I've just about forgiven Lincoln. Yeah. No, it you, wasn't you, Lincoln, you, was it? You, it wasn't it, Lincoln, had had was it? It was Yeah, I've not forgiven those fuckers. Right. Oh, God, no.
3: Anyway, yeah. Who's the score? I think it'll be close. I think it'll be two one to right. uh, to us. I think I think our class will will um, will, will shine through, but it, it but it, it will be close because they they they've got nothing to lose. They're a, a, a fine and cup. They're flying. They're, they're flying. Really well. Fine cup, cup cup history. Um, obviously they're playing in front of ten thousand when they when they're playing in in. in in the conf, sorry, the National League South. It's 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 a massive big game for them and their supporters. I think they're up for it.
0: Tommy, what do you think?
2: Yeah, I, I mean, fair comments from everyone. Um, You know, won't be easy, uh, but I think our class will shine through. I'm gonna I'm gonna go for a three nil. I think uh, comfortable in uh-huh. the end, but I think they might. Um, I think they might hold us first half and then our class will shine through second half 3-0 I think.
0: Tommy um just uh, just on your n- new sort of role as uh men in blazers roving reporter um are you going to be doing the saturday games or are you going to be doing the, the tuesday games as well just so we know what to look out for.
2: Yeah I mean we we're, go- we're going to be doing both um when we're, we're not I'm not 100% on how we how we're going to actually package it <laughs> at the moment but um yeah I'll be going to um I'll be going to all the games. Love the term Roving Reporter. So thank you for that, mate. Man about
0: hand, um, I was going to say, to be honest. Yeah, but, I uh... think that
2: probably suits me a bit more. I think Roving Re- Reporter gives me an undeserved gravitas. Uh, that Yeah, I certainly don't <laughs> deserve that. So, uh, so yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely love it though, mate. Um, sort of up my street, you know, going into pubs, chatting with fans and uh, yeah, just, and you know, it, it's more for sort of an American audience, but it's for everyone as, as well, obviously. Yeah. Um, and hopefully people enjoy it both sides of the
3: pond. Tommy, I'm can sure I just it. say congratulations on being paid to go into the turf to talk to people? Because last time I, t- I spoke to you, you were talking to me even though you weren't getting paid.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> That's I mean, what made know... him demand payment, Barry. That's what made him demand payment. Uh, yeah, but... thank God. i got I to speak to this Barry
3: Jones bloke. I
0: yeah, refuse to but... do that. Yeah.
2: But Barry, uh, Barry was a few point, de- a few points at that point. But he, um, he doesn't quite remember. He was buying me drinks all night, so that was uh, that was a good night.
3: That was yeah. My pleasure, my pleasure and privilege, Tom.
0: Yeah, Tommy, congrats because you know to to make some money off this, it, it, it's great. I mean, we all sort of fought the American audience, but you know what can we really do to to. So, I don't know to to, to get some, some some finance for it, and to be honest, mate, I'm glad it's you. That, oh, you're a top
2: man, mate! I, yeah. I really appreciate that. I really appreciate that, lads. Very, very kind, you. Yeah. and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very, very lucky to do it because let's be honest, uh, there's probably 50 to 100 people who could who could do the same thing and do it justice as well. So I'm very lucky to be asked, and yeah, just hope it, it goes well. Goes down well with everyone.
0: Nice one, Tim. Bring us back down to earth. Yeovil at home. What do you reckon? Uh,
1: Before I get to my prediction, whilst it's still fresh in my mind, the Arthur Conquo songbook is firmly shut this week. Um, I'm I'm drained. um, I'm tired. So I'll reopen it next week when I've had a flash of inspiration. But until then, we'll have to make deal with your incessant drunken ramblings, Gilpin. Um, I mean, I've had one glass
0: of red no, wine. you say it's one glass, glass, glass eighth of red glass, isn't it?
1: Your eighth glass, don't write. Anyway. Um, Tim,
2: Tim but... I'm sorry, sorry to interrupt you, mate. I was just going to say it's probably worth giving a shout out to uh, our friend Sammy who uh, came up with a good one to Simple Minds, mate. We're not going to sing it here, but no, she, uh, she had a decent
1: she did. She did tell me that, that I could use Is it. No, don't. No,
2: it was the other one. It was, oh, what was it? Don't you forget about me? I think it
0: was two, wasn't it? But there are. Yeah, that's one for yeah, another well, day. that was... Yeah, oh yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. It's one <laughs> yeah. For right. can, we, can we move uh, away from this? Uh, just just quickly, give us a yoval and it will it will wipe everyone's memory clean of your, uh, um, your after-
1: uh, after- uh, half I'm, I'm inclined to think it's going to be tougher than a lot of people realise. They're one of the very few teams that have come here and beaten us in the last three years. So, um, that... Plus, the last time we played you over the FA Cup tie on the telly, I got kicked out at halftime at Hoysh Park. So, I really hope we hammer Um So, I'm going to go. My my head says a 2-0 win. My heart says I really hope it's something like 6
0: just because of my vested interest. I'm in going to have to ask, what did you get chucked out for?
1: Um, we were so shy. I think we lost that game 4-1 or 4-0. Um, and we were something like three down at time. And I was so angry. like It was a similar thing to Morgan's capitulation yesterday. There's just no fight. So I was furious and I was just giving a bit of abuse at our own players, quite rightly so. And that was the, the days where I would have a beverage or two. Um, so the, the students said, can I have a word with you? And I was like, what? Because just have a word with you by here.
0: And then oh, before yeah, I knew. That's a bad start. Yeah. That's like a VAR, yeah. isn't it? Come, come he, look
1: basically, he basically coaxed me out to buy the gate. And he said, oh, the, "the the word I wanted to have is you're not coming back in." And I realised he'd sort of like, like that's laid a trail shooting. for me. That's great. Yeah, like that, that, and that's that's another reason why I give up the booze. Foolish. Um. So, so yeah. He. he, he uh, but I was the real winner because I watched the second half, uh, in the confines of the of the coach outside, in the dry whilst it poured down. Um. So yeah. There, there's my story.
0: Needless to say, I had the last laugh, which. Uh... I think Tommy will get, but most of the other podcasts won't. Right, on that bombshell, I think we're going to tie this up. We were going to bring you an interview with Josh Frisco, who's one of the executive producers on Welcome to Wrexham, but this was flowing so well, I didn't want to add another hour's interview into something that's already already been knocking on for an hour because that's just too much for everyone. So we're going to bring you that next week with a pared-down uh, pared intro. But yeah, thanks very much for joining us. And from me, it's good night.
3: Thank you for having me cheers. on. Cheers, chaps. I'll see some you're of watching. you sooner. Others of you later.
1: If you're listening to this during daylight hours, I'm not gonna say goodnight. Just cheers for listening.
0: Okay, yeah. All right then. Bloody bedanti. <laughs> all right. Bye bye.
3: are